Hi there, and welcome to the Surviving Trauma Stories of Hope podcast. My name is Marlene McConnell, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining me, where I will share with you today my six steps to surrender. My journey starts soon after being diagnosed with cancer, and these are the steps that have helped me to cope and pull through the difficult challenges that cancer can bring. I hope you enjoy the episode. So my story starts as an executive in the corporate world. I was always chasing the next deadline, building a career whilst maintaining the perfect work-home-life balance. After 10 years with my employer, I decided to make a change to pursue another opportunity. Having worked with the best, it was easy for me to assess the standards and quality of work. And soon after I started my new position, I decided that this was not the place for me. Being in demand, I interviewed straight away with a prestigious multinational company, as one does. At this time, the company was going through a transition and said, we would like you to definitely join us in a year's time and we will create a specific position for you. Amazing, isn't it? So with time to kill, I thought, let me take a trip and lie in the sun on a hot tropical island, then do some bits and bobs part-time for those who will need my professional services. This would give me time to focus on priorities and to lessen my stress and anxieties and give myself time to really prepare in order to give my all and absorb everything in my new position. While I was surely feeling myself and making plans for the future, God had bigger plans for me. And so my journey began. Over the next few months, I was without work. Uh, I was diagnosed with cancer. And during that time, I quickly had to learn to navigate my new reality. None of my past coping mechanisms could be relied on. All I knew about coping with stress was finding the nearest chiropractor, exercising profusely with my trainer, and running half marathons or climbing up Table Mountain. So coping with this new reality could not be fixed from the outside, but only from the inside. And and that's how my spiritual journey began. One of the most fundamental lessons I learned was to have courage. Courage as a virtue is the most important because without courage, you will not be able to access the other virtues. In my darkest moments, I realized that the universe was there for me, guiding me every step of the way. All I had to do was to reach a place of humility in order to surrender. Once diagnosed with cancer on Friday the 13th, before I knew the extent of the invasion, I thought to myself, God, I am ready to die. I have served my purpose in this world and I am ready to enter the next realm. When it came to a job, well, I didn't have one. When it came to my family, they are everything to me and I know that they will keep my memory alive. As far as children goes, I never had them and so there was no need for me to be there to raise another human being to adulthood and to wait to share in their lives and then um, that of the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren. So at that point, I had made my peace with this situation. I was ready to die. Life was nothing but a countdown to death anyway, I thought. 
At the follow-up consultation, my doctors were so optimistic. All I heard from them was good news and more good news. They uttered words like teeny tiny, small, slow growing, contained, no rush and even the possibility of no chemotherapy. Listening to all the good news, I realized that, you know, as a spiritual being, I may have been ready to die, but I was ready to die for all the wrong reasons. When I reflected on my life, I realized that the universe was about to serve up exactly the things that was going to save me. I always had high-powered positions, which was very demanding and it came with loads of stress. The previous year, I left my position that I had for 10 years and it was one of the toughest decisions that I had to make. Sitting at my desk prior to resigning, I remember saying a quiet prayer. God, please let me be at the right place, at the right time and with the right people. And God brought me through another position that ended shortly after it began. And these changes allowed the financial freedom not to worry about money, physical freedom, not to worry about going anywhere and the ability not to have stress. So exactly what I needed to recover from cancer. Being a nurturer, my nature and my instincts would always be to take care of everyone. And this was the case for me. I would always put myself last and I would always put everyone else ahead of me. But faced with my mortality, I quickly realized that I did not have to do everything and be everything to everybody. When it came to kids, you know, the discussion about having kids was one that I had, but one that never materialized in my life. And now, you know, being faced at that point following my diagnosis with the possibility of not having children, I realized that this was the second time in my life that the universe had brought the issue of having children to my attention. And each time it could be taken away, but there was always a possibility to get it back. And this time I was paying attention. So my life was about to change. In that moment, I knew the universe had bigger plans for my life. When I got home from that doctor's appointment, I fell to my knees and I thanked God for taking the time to spend on my life. I felt so very special knowing that God had taken the time to focus on me in this vast cosmos. I burst into tears at the realization that the universe was in charge of my life and some way it took care of everything else in this cosmos. As I sobbed, I asked, you know, what did I ever do to deserve this kind of unconditional love? How did I become this special? The universe was speaking to me through this disease, and I was ready to listen. At that point, I said, God, I know you have walked the path ahead of me and you have seen what I cannot see. As I walk through the value of the shadow of death, I will not fear. I ask that you wash me in your blood and today I lay all my troubles at your feet and in you I will trust. The realization brought me to a place of humility that allowed me to surrender. 
it brought me to a place of letting go of what I think my life should be and surrendering to what the universe had planned for me. And I call this my six steps to surrender. The first thing that I had to do was to surrender through prayer. Through prayer, I gave up the need to understand and I became comfortable with not knowing. I let go of what I wanted and the plans that I had because the universe had a bigger and a better plan for me. I stopped trying to control the extent of the diagnosis, the extent to which the cancer had spread, the plans for the surgeries, the outcome of the surgeries, you know, the impact of the treatments. Instead, I let it be part of a bigger spiritual surrender. This allowed me to walk fearlessly into every doctor's visit, every surgery, every treatment. Surrendering through breath. This was a very important one because I remembered to breathe the breath of God. It is the first thing we do when we come into this world and it's the last thing we do when we leave it. That breath is part of us and it is the gentle reminder that we should always do what comes naturally. In my life, I know that I am not doing things that comes naturally when it causes a disturbance on my spiritual heart. And in those moments, I know that I am compromising myself, but not from a place of love. I betray myself in those moments. And on my cancer journey, I became more conscious of what disturbed my spiritual heart. The third thing that I did was I awakened time. When coming face to face with my mortality, I realized just how precious time was. For me, it was about making a choice in my life to live. The universe brought me so many tests along the way, and every time I chose to live, I spent the remainder of my time, whatever it is, whether it's three months, six months, Five years, 10 years, I have a choice to make a decision that feeds my soul and to live my purpose and to stay the course every time it's presented to me. I started to make my life a priority and I realized that the universe always has a way of making sure everything works out for the better. The fourth thing that I did to surrender was... I started to pay attention and I started to ask for signs. I started to live a more conscious life. And as I did this, I started to vibrate higher. Every day, I would ask the universe for a sign to let me know that I was going in the right direction. The universe is always there for us. And we just sometimes forget to ask. When I was diagnosed, I asked, how I should navigate, what was about to happen to me. The answers came. It said, it's going to be okay. Just let spirit the divine hold you. Internal conflict will make it worse. And I surrendered to that. The second message was, sit in your misery and cry in order to be happy again. 
Sometimes I would lie in bed and cry the entire day and I would feel better after. Find your anchor, whatever that may be. I found my anchor in God and through daily practice. Eat bell peppers, pomegranates, oranges, dates, red orange fruit and veg and look after your wellness. When I looked into these foods, they were high in vitamin C and sugars to help me fight the cancer and give me energy that will get me through the day. I also started daily meditation and yoga practice. Number five, understanding the lessons. I came to understand that every circumstance in our lives are lessons. I started to open myself to the messages from the universe and looking back, I realized that my cancer came to teach me courage. Courage to choose, courage to love myself, courage to put myself first, courage to do the things that I want, courage to change my life completely. I knew that everything that I was going through was preparing me for what I had asked of the universe. So today, look at your current situation, whatever that may be, and see it as an opportunity to re-evaluate what you want and how it compares with what you have previously asked for from the universe. And number six, surrendering through gratitude. And, and this was so profound. Gratitude is the most creative force in the universe. Gratitude helps me to see what is there instead of what wasn't. Before I could even experience gratitude, I had to be grateful for what I am, grateful for what I have, and grateful for what I was about to become. I started to give thanks to the universe every day for providing amazing gifts into my life, and this was evidence enough for me to realize the abundance and the blessings that I already have each day. So I started to focus on the good in my life. I started to count my blessings. I would wake up and be thankful for the weather, rain or sunshine, the sound of the birds, my dogs that would jump on the bed with their muddy paws, family and friends who would drop by unannounced. Once I experienced gratitude, I started seeing the beauty in everything. The things that annoyed me became precious. The things I did not see, I started noticing. These were my six steps to surrender on my inward spiritual journey and it helped me tremendously to cope with my experience as I was navigating my cancer um, healing process. I realized that I could not control what was already in the making. I could only navigate what was given to me as part of a bigger plan and accept what was happening to me. I chose to accept my path graciously and that gave me inner peace. The cancer was not controlling my response to life. It was not my cancer. My cancer was a mere visitor and together we navigated my body and my life until this visitor called cancer had to leave. While my spiritual surrender was an inward journey, I also had some outward aids that worked for me while I was recuperating. Lying in bed, I read so many inspirational books. Um, I listened to beautiful music. 
The books that I've read includes The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, Falling into Grace, Heal Your Life. The music, Lauren Daigle comes to mind, Katie Hurst, Michael W. Smith, Imagine Dragons. So many beautiful lyrics that is inspirational and uplifting when you need that. As part of my self-love routine, I wanted to do something that was very special to me. I wanted it to be something that nobody could take away from me. I didn't want it to be a job. I didn't want it to be a relationship because all those things can end. And so I listened to educational DVDs and I refreshed my third language to a advanced competent level. And today, that's not something anyone can take away from me. I played with my pets. Oh, they were beautiful. I think they knew that there was something wrong. They could sense it from the beginning. And they were very, very guarded. They would always come and lie next to the bed or climb onto the bed with me and just stay with me and guard me the the whole day. And that was part of my healing journey, you know, just having the love of my pets. As you guys know, as a survivor of other major life events, which I've discussed in episode one, you know, aside from cancer, I can assure you that there is, there's life after this kind of trauma. And I make the choice every day to live and not just survive. I hope you do too. That wraps up this podcast episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy my podcast, please take a minute to give me a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe in your favorite podcast directory so you don't miss an episode. Please consider following My Scented Life on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. You can catch me again in the next episode. Same time, same place. Sending you lots of love and light. Bye.